This is episode number 46 of Unfolding Words. We humans love the sweet smell of success. We love building a name for ourselves and patting ourselves on the back. But God's idea of success goes against the grain. And his blueprint for how to build looks nothing like ours. Instead of us building leaning towers of Babel, he wants you to spread out and build. Today on the podcast, I'll be discussing the topic deep and wide, how you can build God's kingdom his way. My name is Antracia Moorings, and welcome to my podcast, where every week I aim to share biblical truth to offer light for your walk and life for your soul. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's unfold the word. So if you are a Christ follower, and I don't say a Christian because many times people say they're a Christian because they believe in God. But when you're a Christ follower, you're committed to the cause of Christ and to the gospel. But as Christ followers, we're committed to the growth of God's kingdom, or at least we should be. That should be something that's on our radar. But often what we're putting our hands to has nothing to do with God's kingdom and everything to do with ours. When God created man, part of his intention and purpose was for his creation to spread his glory through the earth. But man has a tendency to want to go against what God wants. And man decided to settle down and build up instead of spreading out. In Genesis 9 and 1, God told mankind, he told Adam and Eve, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. God wanted people to spread out and fill the whole earth with his glory. That was his purpose behind that command. But we see that didn't happen very early in the scriptures. Matter of fact, with Cain, who slew his brother Abel, part of his punishment was that he would be a wanderer and roam the earth. But instead, he settled down, built a city and named it after his son. There was no glory of God there. A few chapters later, man's desire to put down roots and build up took on a whole new dimension. Most of us know the Tower of Babel story in the Bible. It involves the people uniting together and attempting to build a tower that would reach the heavens. It is one of the saddest and the most significant stories in the Bible. It's sad because it reveals the widespread rebellion in the human heart. So the descendants of Noah, who are these people who gathered to build the Tower of Babel, they did not obey the commandment of God to fill the earth. Instead of spreading out, as God had commanded, they settled in a land called Shinar. It was a fertile piece of land that was next to the Tigris and the Euphrates rivers. And once the people reached this plain in Babylon, they started a big building project. The city was built basically in defiance of God's commandment. The building of a city would establish a united front against God by preventing a scattering. These descendants of Noah had been disobedient to the call of God. So these particular descendants of Shem wanted to make a name for themselves instead of glorifying God. Now, the background of these verses that's very interesting is that there's a play on words in the Hebrew language with respect to the word name in this passage of scripture in Genesis. It says the builders who were the descendants of Shem, which is the Hebrew word Sham, wanted to make a name for themselves. So instead of making a name, they ended up scattered, and the name of their city would be Babel, which means confusion. 
So instead of uniting for one purpose, God took their unified front and made confusion out of it because he all gave them different languages. So the fact that they wanted to make a name for themselves was in contrast to the account of Abraham in the next chapter, where God himself says that he will make a name for Abraham. He will give Abraham a nation. And that was God's plan all along. These people did not have to go and take it upon themselves to build a tower and make a name for themselves because who can do it better than God? So up until this point, the whole world had one language, meaning there was a common speech for all people. And the people of the earth had become skilled in construction and decided to build this city and a tower that reached heaven. They wanted to make a name for themselves. And they said in Genesis eleven four, come, let us build ourselves a city and a tower with its top in the heavens and let us make a name for ourselves, lest we be dispersed over the face of the whole earth. And then God came to see their city and their tower that they were building. And he perceived that their intentions were essentially a stairway to heaven, which would not lead them to God, but would instead lead them away from God. The goal of the people was not to glorify God and lift his name up, but to build a name for themselves, as I mentioned earlier. And the Tower of Babel really hones in on the point that man's opinion of his own achievements and God's point of view on man's accomplishments are totally different. The tower was one of the grandest projects of his time. It was the ultimate man-made achievement. Eventually, Babel went on to become Babylon, which was one of the greatest nations that became an enemy of God's people. So to build the tower, the people used brick instead of stone and tar instead of mortar. So they were using man-made materials instead of God's more durable materials. The people were building a monument to themselves to call attention to themselves and their abilities and their achievements instead of giving glory to God. So in everything that they did, they were highlighting the fact that they were good in and of themselves, even down to the materials that they used. So they really went to great lengths to go against God in spreading out as he commanded. And this language of spreading out is sprinkled all throughout the Bible. This is a major theme that God wanted. In Isaiah 54, 1 through 3, it says, Sing, barren woman, you who never bore a a child, burst into song. Shout for joy, you you who were never in labor. Because more are the children of the desolate woman than of her who has a husband, says the Lord. Enlarge the place of your tent. Stretch your tent curtains wide. Do not hold back. Lengthen your cords, strengthen your your stakes, for you will spread out to the right and to the left. Your descendants will dispossess nations and settle in their desolate cities. So much language about enlarging and stretching out and spreading, but no mention of building up and reaching higher. So the gospel was supposed to spread. We know this. This is clear from scripture. And we see in the gospels how news of the Messiah spread. Jesus was the word made flesh and his message spread far and wide. And because Jesus spread himself out among the people, he was making a point that we were never meant to stay planted and build up. God moved out among the people. He spread out into the crowds. So while Jesus moved out into the crowds and spread his message out further, He was providing a model for New Testament believers of how to live their lives. 
And we see so much language, even in the New Testament as well, that supports this idea of not building up, but going deep and wide. In Mark 16 and 15, it says, and he said to them, go into all the world and proclaim the gospel to the whole creation. Going out into all the world means you have to travel out. You don't go up. You have to spread out into the world. Luke 14 and 23 says, and the master said to the servant, go out to the highways and hedges and compel people to come in that my house may be filled. Again, we see this language of going out. Matthew 28, 19 and 20 says, go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. So making disciples of all nations, again, means you have to go out into the world, spread yourself out. And then in Acts chapter one, verses seven and eight, it says, he said to them, it is not for you to know the times or seasons that the father has fixed by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all of Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. So we see this gradual circle building and getting bigger as the gospel is spread. In our lives, we have this tendency to create Tower of Babels. We may not do it intentionally, but it happens. And when we do that, we reveal the subtle rebellion that exists in our hearts that existed thousands of years ago in the hearts of those Tower of Babel builders. And we do this in very subtle ways. We have the tendency to settle into neighborhoods and we don't reach out. And I can say I'm guilty of these things as well. We settle into our neighborhoods. We put down roots. We build up our house, but we never go out into our neighborhood and spread the gospel. We get a new job. We build our success up without thinking of the glory of God. We build up our bank accounts, our retirement plans, our homes, our names, our resume, much like those who built the Tower of Babel. And in our building, we may thank God for our success, but are we building to the success of God's kingdom? And then one of the biggest things we do is we build churches that have no impact on the surrounding areas, opting instead to build up and draw people to the church, saying that we're drawing people to Christ. But when God compels us to go out, we have to question whether our tactics are supporting what the scriptures say. So instead of setting down roots and building up, how about setting down roots and going wide and spreading out the gospel by living as salt and light in the world? It can be as easy as going to your neighbors and doing a kind act for them or at work, going to lunch with someone who you know the Lord has laid on your heart to speak to. So instead of working to build your success in your name, how about working to build the success of the kingdom and to spread the Lord's name. Just a little food for thought. That wraps up this episode. If you haven't already, please be sure to hit the subscribe button so you won't miss an episode of the podcast. And if this episode or any other episodes have blessed you, please pass it along. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Unfolding Words. May God's word be a lamp to your feet and a light to your path. God bless you.